Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. We finally have the guest you've all been waiting for. (laughs) Happy Wine Wednesday, Courtney. (laughs) Happy Wine Wednesday, guys. Am I the only one actually drinking wine tonight? I'm drinking a hard seltzer. I'm drinking a McDonald's Diet Coke. So I, I, (laughs) we hopped on the zoom and she had her large LDC and we were like, oh my God, that looks so good. I wish I had one. A McDonald's large LDC at that. It makes a difference. It really does. It It totally makes a difference. Well, we are excited to have you on. This is, I feel like this has been rescheduled like minimum two, maybe even three times. So I'm so glad you're back. It's been a minute and our episodes when we have you on are always like popping. People love hearing your updates. (laughs) We were so scared to announce in last week's episode that you were going to be on for this episode because I feel like one time it was my car issue. Like when I had to go deal with selling my car and we had told everyone you were going to be on and then we're like, oops. And then last (laughs) time, um, I don't know. I feel like we've just, yeah, like you said, Steph, we've had to reschedule this numerous times. So I'm glad you are finally able to join us. Yes. Well, I think, I think the last time it was your car thing. And then the tornado here, the tornado. Yes. Do it. And then I think you've asked me probably one or two other times, but then I, it hasn't worked out with like your schedule. So this worked out great. You are a busy person. You are a busy person and it's a lot harder to plan just in general in the summer. I'm like, everybody's out having fun doing things as they should in the summer. So to like nail down a night to just sit and record is a lot tougher than it would be in the winter. Yeah, I'm like a self-imposed don't spend money this week. So I definitely was going to be home. So that worked out well. Well, we definitely planned this on the right week then. (laughs) So next time we want to book you, we should just say, Courtney, you've been spending too much money. Yeah. Stay home this week and record with us. uh, Hopefully I can bring it in for a while. So hopefully I won't need the reminder, but you know, it's like you said, it's summer and I'm yoloing all over the place and I got to stop. No, I love seeing it though. I'm like, you are little miss like influencer with all the cute dresses and everything too. My, 
my oh, Target shirt that you got, the one with the cute puffy sleeves. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then it was on sale during like the Amazon Prime days and Courtney posted it. And I'm like, I need that. And I got it. And I think they only had my size in like one or two colors. So I just got white. I just got it. it took forever to get here, but I tried it on today and it's the cutest shirt ever. Oh yeah. To see it. Yeah. I definitely was going to say something and I forgot. So never mind. <laughs> sorry. That's a sorry. Hey. Influencer alert over here. Courtney's on the podcast and she's been posting tons of cute stuff that I've been stalking. <laughs> no story of my life. I forget like everything before it. I like think about it in my brain and before it comes out of my mouth, I don't remember what I was going to say. So it's fine. <laughs> I do it constantly. It's horrible. Cause I'm like, my mind is just going a million miles a minute and it's usually going like too fast for yep. me to like be able to have time to say it. And then it's already long gone by the time I have the moment. <laughs> That's me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I hate to start off this conversation with some unfortunate news, but I, um, me and Steph have been talking for months about coming out to Chicago this September and Steph and I had met up a couple of weeks ago, um, to like, basically we got together to go to dinner and then like book our trip and get all of that stuff finalized and traveling is really expensive right now. You guys. It's in like Laura and I were dying. Like we were trying to like move the dates around, pick different airports to fly in or out of. And I mean, it is just, and I should have known, like even my trip to go visit my parents in Yakima, Jordan and I kind of had to like, like hack the travel and go on the same dates to get a companion fee. And it was still way more expensive than we would have. But like, what is wrong with travel right now? Like, how are people affording to go anywhere? I really don't know. And when you guys texted me that, I think we talked about it a little bit. Uh, Taylor and I had talked about going to Utah. And when I looked at the flights to go to Utah, I was like, that's crazy. And it's just like, then I started to think about, I get travel anxiety sometimes anyway. Like I love to travel, but as a trip gets closer, I start to think like, I wish I didn't book this. It's like a weird thing. And I'm like, I just want to stay home. And I just knew between like the people losing their luggage and flights being canceled and rescheduled. And we only had such a short amount of time anyway. I was like, I don't want to do that. It's going to stress me out too much and not for that amount of money. So I totally feel you guys. I mean, when we're looking at like flights with Spirit Airlines for $700 (laughs) round trip, it's just like, that was just, we just realized that it wasn't probably a good time. Like when we know we could go try again in the spring and hopefully by then, I mean, based on, so then we start researching, like, why are the prices so high? What are these trends? And everyone's basically saying like, if we can wait it out till 2023, that's going to probably be our better bet. And so I think we're just, I have alerts set for Chicago. So as like deals pop up and things like that, I know we talked about maybe like this will be the opportunity to go out for St. Patrick's Day because that's like a big bucket list item of mine. I would love to go to Chicago for St. Patty's. So um, we just thought it was a sign that this just wasn't a good time. It was going to just be way more money than we were prepared to spend on this trip. And because, I mean, that was just the flight. The hotels were still a lot. And then we're going to be eating or drinking our way through Chicago for five days. Yeah, like that's what we're going to do all weekend. Yeah, it was was nuts. 
city anyway. So I would hate to have you spend all that money just to get here. So, <laughs> but yeah, we, I mean, I mean, oh my gosh, see, I'm like stuttering. I don't know what's wrong with me, but, um, I know it sounds like maybe the spring is a far way away, but I know it'll be here before we even realize it. And hopefully it's totally like, sometimes you get like those really cheap flights that are like $70 on Southwest or something. And that would be amazing. Every time I get a Southwest email, I would like look and be like, um, cause it would be like, Oh, 59 to $99 flights each way. And every time I get one, I like, look and Chicago's not on the list. And I'm like, Oh, it. So doing. I know. So no, totally fine tabling it as much as I would have loved to see you guys soon, but it'll just be better than when it happens. That's what I think. It'll be even better. We'll have way more money to spend on food and booze. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think Jeff was pretty close when I told him we weren't going, he was like ready to like pay for me and stuff to fly out there. Oh, no, no, no. No, don't be giving him any Oh, credit. he wanted the house to himself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that was going to make me, so I was going to bring up that, so that, cause we had a convert that brought up us having a conversation was I was just saying like, yeah, I'm always so sad when you're going to be leaving me to go on vacation. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm bummed. I'm going to miss him. I was like, but then the second he's gone, like, I actually really love it. Like, I love mm-hmm. that I'm going to get to have the TV to myself and watch all of my shows and binge things that I haven't been able to binge for like a month or two and um, just like cook what I want, eat what I want. Like I just enjoy having those few days of alone time. Cause I never get that. Do either of you feel like you are that way? When I was married, I was that way. Like I loved when he was gone and you know, he worked a lot of overtime, which was nice. Like there were like, um, not nice for me, not nice. <laughs> yeah. obviously, but it was like just any any time that you get alone, because when you're married or living with somebody in a relationship, you don't get a lot of time to yourself. So like anytime you do, even though of course you miss them, it's like a breath of fresh air too. Like you just get to be alone. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um I I think I was just having this conversation with one of my friends recently. I always really liked that because I do like and sort of require a lot of alone time and I am very independent. So it was nice. I'd always be like, go out with your friends. And, you know, my ex-husband would be like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, nothing. Exactly. Like you go, I will watch what I want. I will do what I want. Or maybe I'd have some friends over, but I think, um, yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying because it's nice to have your, your whole space to yourself once in a while. Yeah. So I think Jeff was looking forward to me being gone a (laughs) Thursday to Monday. And when I was like, I think we're going to have to cancel our Chicago trip. He's like, what? Why? He's like, I'll send you guys. Well, (laughs) those stands, Jeff, you know. (laughs) Okay. I have the craziest thing to tell you guys before we get into like Courtney stuff, which everybody wants to hear, but somebody, one of my friends was telling me this story. So I was recently talking to a friend about how I still haven't farted in front of Jordan. Like I'm like terrified. And like, I don't want to do it. Like, I feel like that, like, he'll be like, what was that? And like, that'll be fun. And so one of my friends had read this story on like daily mail or something. I feel like Courtney knows what I'm talking about. It's this Brazilian like influencer or model or something that's been dating this guy. And she like refused to fart in front of him. So she would just like hold her farts in and she basically like ended up in at an airport and got like all this like gastro pain that was like so bad that like she ended up in a wheelchair and had to go to the hospital and like be hospitalized for it. Oh my and, god. And like I think she's 
I don't know if she's still in a wheelchair. I'm not sure. That was like part of the headline of the story. But I was like, oh my God, now I have a dilemma. Do I keep holding in my farts so I have a boyfriend or do I let them out so that I don't end up in the hospital? I'm telling you, your life will feel so much better once you just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I haven't, like I die. Like I, sometimes I'm just like, fuck, I have to park so bad. So there was one night where like, it was dead silent. Cause we were like, had just fallen asleep and it like a toot came out and I like was mortified. And I just like, had to play it off. Like I was sleeping and it wasn't that, you know, but like, if he was awake, he had to know that I'm like terrified. So do you think he was awake? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so technically I have, but I, I played it off like I haven't, but I'm like, do you guys feel that way? Is that normal to feel that way? Or should I just let one rip? Oh no, i definitely did in the beginning and I'm not just like letting them rip, but like you can do like some, like little, <laughs> some little toots here and there, like as gateway toots. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, reading, reading no, that story traumatized me. I, I totally did not see that story, but yeah, it's cause you do, you feel like you will go, especially Stephanie, what are you doing for four days when you're staying at his house? Well, like anytime I'm like taking a shower, that's when I go number two. So he does, <laughs> also doesn't know I do that. So he doesn't think you fart or poop. Got it. Still no. after nine <laughs> months. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like freaking weird, which is so weird. Cause I was not like this with my ex at all. And just well, like I'm sure like you are in general. the beginning. I mean, me and Jeff were obviously like that. He says that the first time he spent the night at my house, it was after we went to the fair and he was absolutely like miserable, like in pain. <laughs> Cause he was like trying to hold it in so bad. But I mean, I would say within like four months or so, like we probably so were a little delayed anyways. Cause we didn't even say I love you until nine months. So I would say probably like a good five more months. <laughs> I mean, we definitely, Jeff and I definitely farted in front of each other before we said, I love you. Is this, what are your thoughts on this, Courtney? Well, I was going to say, you've already got him at this point. I'll just do it because now, you know, he loves you. He's not going anywhere. Um, I was just going to ask if Jordan had in front of you. No, he hasn't. That was the other thing I was going to say. So I'm like, does this guy not fart or is he feeling the same way? I mean, my ex wouldn't do it either. My you both go out for like a Mexican dinner or something and then just go through it together. I don't like blame, so, blame it on the beans. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think last October, I got a really bad stomach flu and it came on super suddenly. One of the nights Taylor was at my house and I remember the next day telling my friends like, I don't know what he heard. I'm sure he heard something because like, I was so miserable. I remember thinking, I don't even care. Like I want to die right now, but like, I haven't specifically done it, but we recently had that conversation (laughs) about the same story. Yeah. I know. I don't remember how it came up, but I said like that I had not farted in front of him and he was like yeah and then I was like oh I've heard you fart and he was like you have and I was like yeah (laughs) like since I started that conversation I don't know where I heard that story this week but I sent the article to him and then he sent me one back um there's a country in Asia I think somewhere I I would have to 
fact check. Um, I'll send you guys the article. But a few years ago, they tried outlawing passing gas in public. Like it was like punishable by crime. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I was just said, like, I'm glad I don't live there. And I mean, I don't know if the if it stayed or what. I'll have to find out for sure. But yeah, I did just send him that same article. It's it's wild to me. I had to get your guys' take because when I read that, I'm like, okay, well, maybe like this is a health issue now. Like I <laughs> I can't be holding them in. <laughs> and like Laura said, I'm there four days. I'm like, I'm holding them in unless and like even the setup of his apartment is like if it's during the day and he's awake, like he can hear from anywhere in his apartment. It's like the only time I would risk doing it is if I'm about to take a shower. <laughs> that I did not think you were ending that word like shower I thought (laughs) (laughs) have you guys seen there's like ring videos that people have like I've seen on Instagram or TikTok of like a guy that is at like a family dinner or something and like he like walks out the front door like he's like oh I need to go to my car to get something and he like walks out the front door and just like absolutely like rips it and then like goes back in the house as if like nothing happened (laughs) that would be me if I tried to do that (laughs) I'm so embarrassing worse so just do it and and I mean I can't talk because I also haven't like intentionally done it so I'm sure it'll happen at some point but um just holding out until then I guess I'll keep you guys updated thank you (laughs) (laughs) wait before before we move on I saw something in the notes shoot a bunny Oh, so I also put this in the notes just because I wanted to know when, okay, my mom was so weird when I was a kid. Like she was so weird with like saying certain things. Like I wasn't allowed to say heck, like what the heck I wasn't allowed to say like, dang it or darn it. I think I could say darn it, but not dang it. She was just weird. So I also wasn't allowed to say fart when I was like really little. Really? (laughs) Yes. So like, this is like little, little. So she, like, the name for fart that she told us was shoot a bunny. So anytime, anytime we would fart, we would say I shot a bunny. Did oh you guys God. do that? No. <laughs> That's a- Were you allowed to say fart? I mean, In yeah, my- it wasn't a bad word. But I mean, I'm sure when I was really little, like, at that age, I probably said toot like a normal kid, not fart. We were allowed to say it. I remember when I was married, um, my ex-husband had like nieces and a nephew and I said fart one time and he was like, they were like, that's a bad word. And I was like, what? I have never heard of this. Yeah. And he was like, you have to say toot. And I was like, they literally mean the same thing. Like, (laughs) no, sure. Whatever. So I did because I was trying to be polite, but, um, yeah, to me, I'm like, the kids know it means the same thing. So I don't really know what difference it makes, but that's just me, I guess. I never understood it either. And shoot a bunny. So how old were you? When, how old were you when you were finally allowed I to probably, say fart? I probably said shoot a bunny into like the first or second grade. Like probably when you say it at school to someone and then you get made fun of for saying something. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure I told on somebody in like the first grade for saying like heck or something. And I was like, teacher, this person said heck and the teacher was like um that's not a bad word like yeah. and I, mine my mind was blown because my mom had me living in a bubble thinking that these like fine words were not bad okay words. so I mean if you weren't able to say it when you were like four and five I, I thought this was like through your childhood like <laughs> I'm in high school like who shot a bunny that's <laughs> 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 oh more my God. than saying you farted 
that's true so i mean you know times are times are changing i don't know times are changing i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna start it i'm gonna start a trend and see if it catches on and just see if people start using it she's uh, like in mean girls like stop trying to make shoot a bunny happen (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love it we already have so many title ideas for oh yeah (laughs) i keep keep getting my notes section out on my phone i'm like oh my god that's a good one oh my god that's a good one (laughs) but anyways let's get into courtney and what you've been up to what have you been up to lately gosh i don't know i feel like summer's going by so quickly um just you know working i've been at my job like almost actually yeah i think next week or this week it'll be 6 months um spending well, time with my, oh god before we jump in and head of that cuz that is a, one of the questions that somebody had was um oh. i know courtney recently changed jobs how is her new job going so why don't we that's kind of an easy one let's lean into that real quick and <laughs> how are you doing with your new job Good. I like it a lot. So it's totally remote, which is awesome. Um, I love being at home. I just feel like, I mean, you guys know, like more productive. I just feel like I have a much better, like work life balance. It's better for my mental health. Um, I'm insurance, which I was in for the previous two years as well, but a different kind. So I'm in commercial insurance now. So I'm just still learning a lot. Um, and then two of my friends, I had referred them, so they both were hired. So it's kind of nice to be working with people I'm good friends with and um, yeah, yeah, I can't complain. I mean, you know, more money is always nice, which who anybody would want that. But other than that, pretty, I'm pretty pleased with it. And I was so nervous about taking it. Um, and I'm just very glad that I did. So we talk a lot about like, Laura had a career change. I'm still working on that. And just like kind of our reasons for wanting that were your reasons kind of the same. Were you seeking obviously more money? Like you said, that's the reason that everybody, but were you seeking fully remote or what were you looking for? I actually wasn't even looking for a job. So right before, like the first week of March, 2020 was when I started my last job. Um, because the school I was working at when I got a divorce, paid me almost nothing and I had no benefits. So I was like, well, I don't have a choice. have to get a job. So by the time things kind of got semi-normal with COVID, um, I was going in two days a week, which doesn't seem bad. And I know I'm going to sound like a brat, but then like the longer I was doing it, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. But it wasn't like, I still really liked the job. Um, But someone who had worked with me there had left like a year before. And she is working at the company where I'm working now. And she said, you know, I know you didn't say you're looking for a new job, but like we're hiring. I think it would be, you know, you'd be a great fit. We could work together again. It's totally remote. And so I was really torn about if I even wanted to apply or not. Um, and just, I was like, well, you know, I did like all the, all the, mental math or actually physical math, whatever, where I was like, okay, well, I do know it's more money, but like, what about the benefits? What about this? What about that? And so it was like a lot of, I knew like bottom line, I was coming out ahead regardless, but I'm someone, I think most people are like, when you're comfortable somewhere, who wants to start a new job? It's to, to not know anyone to have to start everything new in a field that I didn't have really much experience in. Um, and so when I was offered it, they said to me, the recruiter was like, I said, okay, can I think about it? And she was like, I thought like, you, you got to think about it. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> one night, because like, I really just want to make sure I'm making the right choice. 
Um, and so I was just telling my coworker who had referred me, I said, you know, I'm so glad I did it because especially now with gas being so expensive, I know Laura, you're on that electric car life now, but <laughs> gas um, don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like saving because my office, either way, the offices were very close together, but very far from my house, like 45 minutes. So I'm just like saving so much on gas. I was taking the tolls. I mean, it really, like, I haven't done the actual math, but my friend that was hired with me, she used to be a teacher. And from where we live to where her job was, she said, she's probably saving five or $6,000 a year on gas. So even that, when you think about it, you know, um, but yeah, so no, whoever asked that, I'm so glad I did it. And I'm very happy. Um, actually, I even, so they've hired three people that I referred. I forgot one of them was someone I went to high school with, but he's not on my team, but I did refer him. So um, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be referring people if I didn't enjoy it. So that is so awesome. I, I love hearing like, cause everybody has different reasons for leaving. And like you said, not some people like you aren't looking, sometimes things just fall yeah. in your lap and it's like, you kind of have to be open to opportunities and like figuring out maybe where you are is what's best for you. But a lot of times, like, especially if you're younger, like you should want to grow and want to yeah. try new things and get more experience. So I think, especially if you're um, younger, like that feeling of being comfortable, like you kind of have to break sometimes just to yeah. like be your best self, you know? Well, and that's the thing. I've never really left a job because I just wanted to, or actually I didn't even, I don't know. No, that's not what I meant to say. I've always left a job because I felt like I didn't have a choice. Um, like my divorce, I had to find a new job. The job before that I took the job at school because the place I was working before my boss was awful. And I was like crying every day going to work. So I've always felt like I didn't have a choice. And so this time it was really nice and different to be like, no, like I don't need to take this job, but it's a great opportunity. I'm like, let's, let's see. And so, yeah, I've been very happy with it. I'm so happy for That's you. Great. That's awesome. I'm recruiting you stuff. I, I, she did try recruiting me. I'm like, the only thing that sucks is freaking Southern California. You have to make $7 million like, a year in order to live here. So I'm looking for a $7 million a year. <laughs> I don't it's, it's freaking stupid here. Um, so other than your job and how amazing that's going and how happy we are for you with that, how's Taylor? Give us the Taylor updates. The Taylor shared it more on social media. Like I follow Taylor's photography page now. Yeah. He, um, which is so funny. I was like trying to, I don't think I've been on your podcast since, um, he was like, I kind of want to like grow my Instagram because I was trying, I don't know if we talked about this it's always weird, right? When you start dating someone and you sort of have a, so I, I don't want to say like you have social media because a lot of people have it, but I also don't want to say like you're an influencer. Cause I feel dumb saying that, yeah. but it's a big part of your life. And so once I had explained it to him, he's like, Oh, like how many followers do you have? And I told him and he's like, Oh, wow. He was like, how many do I have? And I was like, Oh honey, you have 88, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was like, he didn't even know how to like find it. He wasn't using hashtags. And so he's getting better, but it could be a lot better if he would listen to me more and he doesn't want to do that. So, um, I'm like, you gotta do what you gotta do, bud. But if you'd listen to me, you'd probably have a bigger following. So, um, but no, things are going super well. Um, so I'm trying to think we just got back from our first trip together. Um, his dad is having like a huge birthday party this weekend that I'm going to. So I'm going to meet like 
I don't know, 80 people from his family that I've never met before. So have you met his, his like immediate family yet? Like parents yeah. and he's met yours? Yes. He's so how I, were like those first meetings? How did they go? You know, really good. Um, so I was like, he met my family first. We started dating in July and he had met my mom in October because she was at my Halloween party. So that was just, I was trying to play it off. Like, Oh, she's just going to be at the party, you know, whatever. Nothing phases him though. Like I like was so nervous when I was driving to meet his parents, I thought I was going to throw up yeah, and like me. he doesn't get that. Like that's just, I get such bad nerves. Um, but yeah, so like he spends a decent amount of time, like with me and my parents, um, made it a point you know, my brother has moved back to Chicago now. So, um, he's been doing stuff with us. And then when my sister was home, I made it a point to make sure like they got to spend some time together and yeah, I've met his parents, um, multiple times, his sister and his brother-in-law. Um, I, we went to a Cubs game with his cousin and his sister. Um, I've met like one of his cousins, a lot of his family doesn't live here though. Whereas like my entire, almost my entire family lives here. So, I mean, he even met my grandma who she's like 97. She's from oh Canada. And she, so, um, yeah, she was telling some crazy stories and he was like, are those real? I said, no, they're not. You know, she's 97. <laughs> like yeah. they're not. <laughs> just let, just they let her share. No. Yeah. They didn't really happen. Um, but so yeah, he is, I mean, yes. And actually, yeah, I think he's met probably almost everyone in my family at this point that he could meet. Um, we just happened to have been doing a lot of stuff in the spring and early summer, like with my extended family. Um, and so, yeah, I'm like very nervous for, um, the party and everything, but yeah, it's going super well. I think it's going, I don't want to, I, I keep saying, so, I mean, you guys know, like I had talked about it, like we had taken some time apart and when we got back together, um, I feel like it's been like four months now. And it's like the, these four months have been even better than the whole entire time before, because I just feel like we both know, like we really want to make it work. And so, yeah, it's going that. super well. I yeah. love that too. That's so great. So you mentioned your first vacation together, which you share, you did share on Instagram. I know I saw on Facebook, but I think you shared on Instagram too. How yeah. is that? Because I feel like the first time you travel with somebody can be like, a really telling thing. Yeah. And that was definitely one of the questions we got from like a lot of the listeners, like was, how was your vacation with your boyfriend? That's a big step and things like that. So I, so it's funny because, you know, obviously like I see my therapist every two weeks and I had told her before that I was very nervous about it because we do just have like very different living, like I don't want to say standards, but like, I'm very neat, very clean. Everything's in its place. He travels a lot. Like his job is basically traveling as well. And so, I mean, he never checks a bag. Like he said, he went on like an African safari for two weeks and didn't even have to take a bag. I couldn't even go to Wisconsin. Mind blown. So, I mean, and that was partly why I was like, I don't know about taking a plane for our first trip because like, I'm going to have to check a bag and I don't (laughs) want that. (laughs) I had told him. And so I had said like, oh, are you nervous about the trip? And he was like, no, why are you? I was like, I mean, kind of like, I was very honest. I said, we just have not spent, like you were saying, you spend multiple days in a row at Jordan's. We don't do that because I have dogs. So I can't be gone more than really one night. And even that is kind of hard unless I have someone to watch my dogs. Um, he could stay here multiple nights, but we do only live a half hour away. So as much as 
I feel like it's far, like there's really never a need for it. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I was worried about not worried, but I was nervous about that. And it's also like a very long, I mean, it's like a six hour drive where we, we went to Dewar County in Wisconsin. So from where I live, it's almost a six hour drive. And I was just like, he's not a podcast person. Um, and that's what I would have been doing in the car, but we do like a lot of the same music. So we actually had no problems in the car and he did listen to two podcasts. He was into it a little bit. So yeah, to convert him, but yeah, no, it was really good. And then on the way home, he was like, Oh, so like, how do you think it went? And I was like, actually, like it exceeded all of my expectations. Like, (laughs) Oh, good. It went. And then when I saw my therapist, she was like, okay, so I have to ask you, like, how was the trip? And I was like, honestly, like, I don't have any complaints. It's, um, it's interesting just because we do have like very different, again, like, I don't want to say lifestyles, but maybe like behaviors or schedules and routines. Um, you know, I, I try to stick to my intermittent fasting as much as possible. I try to be done eating by seven o'clock. He has grown up, like they don't eat dinner till eight or eight 30 sometimes. And so when it's just the two of us, we've been pretty good about compromising. And even before we went on the trip, he said, um, you know, and like, we'll eat whenever you want to eat. Like, I don't have to eat late. It's fine. But you know, I didn't want him to only do what I wanted to do either. So there were some nights, like one night we literally ate at five o'clock and one night we ate nine o'clock because that's when we had time to eat. So, um, it was like good balance, I think, and good compromise. And I mean, yeah, like we got along super well and I had said to him that, you know, I was impressed by how well it went. And he said, well, you know, I love to travel. So like, this is me at my best. And I said, see, traveling is me at my worst. So, (laughs) And that's great because traveling, like, I'm just one of those people, like it's, it's, you know, everything it's like, well, we have tickets to this and how long is it going to take to get there? And because this was like, I always say, you guys will have to let me know if you agree. I think there's a difference between a trip and a vacation. Mm -hmm. This was like definitely a trip. Like we were not like lounging around, like we were doing things. And so it was just a matter of kind of both getting to do like sort of the things we wanted to do. And like, you know, um, yeah, it, it went super well. Yeah, because it was, I mean, it was almost a week, right? I felt like you were gone a while. We left on Friday and we came back on Tuesday. So we spent one night in Milwaukee and then we spent, uh, what night? Four, three, four nights in Door County, Wisconsin. Because Milwaukee is like two hours from my house. So it kind of like broke up the trip a little bit. Yeah. Uh, And like he drove the whole time, which I was glad because I feel like I'm always the one that has to drive in any or friendship or relationship. But also again, like I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to complain because he's driving, but he definitely drives a little more aggressively than I would drive. <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing I was going to say, like, there's a lot of things that can go wrong on a trip, you know, like, especially when you're new and you don't like know each other. It's like, I'm the world's worst backseat driver. Like I will like grab the thing at the top and freak out and break with my hands. And, Me too. and you know, it's just like, like you mentioned the, the cleanliness thing, even in a hotel room, everything has a place. Like I'm constantly putting things back in its place. Like, and people travel so different where like, you really could like easily get into like situations where you snap at each other or whatever. So I felt like, you know, the first mini little trip that Jordan and I did together too, I was like, all right, well, I guess we were fine. Like traveling together. I guess we got that down and that's a good thing. And especially since it sounds like Taylor really likes to travel. Um, yeah. It's, it, I'm so glad you guys got to do that and that it was 
a good trip and you guys had so much fun. Yeah. And it's funny because he's, he, I don't even know how many trips he's been on this year and has like more planned already. And he, he had mentioned recently, like another trip he was maybe going on. And I was like, kind of like thinking to myself, I didn't say it to him, but I was like, huh, keeps, keeps going on trips with all these other people. Like, what about me? And so <laughs> I was like, well, I would like to go on a trip. And he's like, oh my God, like, yeah, let's go on a trip. Like, where do you want to go? And he was really cute. Like, literally made an itinerary like day by day like how far everything was from the next place and websites and things to do yeah I mean I'm organized that was like to another level so but he really enjoyed it he said so I'm like great that's that's great so yeah that's so so awesome I need to know um because we're talking about like cleanliness and like even in a hotel room and stuff are you a person who, right when you get to the hotel, like you unpack and you like yeah. take advantage of the drawers and the closet yes. and everything? Yeah, me yes. too. hundred percent. I immediately take everything out of my suitcase. And Jeff was like, why are you doing that? I was like, okay, because I, I don't, it's so funny oh. when I lived at my parents' house in 2020 for seven months, I literally lived out of a suitcase. I lived there oh for seven months and did not unpack my suitcase, no way. Like my shoes and stuff. Yeah. I'm a weirdo. So I don't, like if I were to go to a hotel room with you guys and we were sharing a hotel and none of us unpacked, I'd be fine. But I get like jealous when somebody else unpacks and then they start getting all the hangers and the drawers. I'm like, well, now I want to unpack. I didn't want to unpack, but now you have all the hangers that I didn't even want before. So now I want to unpack. Um, when my sister and I were little, we would go on vacation and we'd fight over who got the top drawers in like the dresser or whatever in hotel rooms. <laughs> like we like, actually fight about it. And oh so like gosh. he, Taylor did not unpack, like he took stuff out for the bathroom, but like all his stuff was like packed. And then, um, I did unpack and I was like, oh, I'm kind and we took my car, um, because even though it takes premium gas, I don't use premium gas. And he's like, all right, well, you don't use it anyway. So at least it'll be cheaper. So we, uh, cause his car also takes premium gas. And I was like, that way, at least you have like, it's my car. I'm driving up to you first. I don't feel as bad about like all the shit I'm bringing. And so then he was like, no, like, actually, I feel like it's about what I expected for like, you know, a four or five day trip driving. And I was like, oh, okay, good, good. Great. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's so cool. You have, you've had your first vacation milestone, the meet the parents milestone, any other like milestones in your relationship you can think of that you were like, oh my God, we hit that milestone. Or you're like anticipating it coming like. I, I feel know. like you have a specific question you're asking. <laughs> no, I'm really not. But I, I really mean, like didn't. my, my okay. most recent one was like the I love you thing. So like right. that was like the most recent milestone for me. But like there's all kinds of milestones in a relationship. Yeah. Um well so like we just had our anniversary. So we were like, you know what, we're gonna because even though like we were broken up for like six, seven weeks, we like still were hanging out all the time. Like we weren't dating anyone else. So I'm like, you know what, really it is what it is. So like we we're counting our anniversary from like, um, July, which was when we met. So we had our anniversary, which was also like partly like what the trip was for. But so we did go out to dinner and a movie, you know what, actually, Laura, you'll appreciate this. When we saw Elvis, that was the first movie we saw in the theater together. So to me, that is a milestone. That is a milestone. Really? Yes. Because he 
Oh, we talk about arguments. He loves to tell me any movie can be watched at home and he would prefer it. No. You guys should see Laura's face. No, I knew she'd be on. (laughs) And I'm like, yes. Me, no, me and Jeff always have like movies that are like a more of a priority because it's like that has to be seen in a theater where like a rom-com or something like that. Like, sure, that can be seen at home. But like, if it's any type of like, no, there are movies that need to be seen in the theater. And I, he doesn't like scary movies or like Marvel movies and things. So like things that I have seen since theaters reopened, like Halloween or Batman, he obviously wasn't going to see those. And I don't mind going by myself. And then movies he wanted to see, he went with his friends, like they saw Jackass, they saw James Bond. So like the one thing we both really wanted to see was Top Gun, but my family went to see it and he was out of town. And so I went with them and then he went and sat with his friends. So Elvis was the first thing that like we both wanted to see at the same time. And so, yeah, but I was like worried because, you know, it's like, is he going to talk? You know, he was a great person to go to a movie with, like, didn't bother me. Didn't get mad if I talked (laughs) to him. Tell you behind the scenes stuff I know, but I don't want you talking during this movie. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the people in front of us were talking during the trailers and I said oh I really hope they stop like if I said like if you weren't here I would have already gone to get a manager and he was like (laughs) I said right it's the previews like I want to see the previews like so that was really the only place we differed like I don't I didn't pay all that money to hear you talk you know what I mean (laughs) yes as if I'm like in the the nicest way (laughs) of course because it's different (laughs) bring to the person next to you something really quick these two were like having a full-on loud conversation during all of the previews and it was really grinding my gears so <laughs> okay so I also need an update on water bottle gate is he buying bottled water oh no he's not we haven't even talked about it again oh, I just so have is that thinking- just something that you just like decided not the battle to pick or were well, you I- because I've been trying to drink more water and I've just been like carrying like my wa- actual like water bottle with me. Um, and so like on the 4th of July or on the 3rd of July, he did have a party and I took a couple and like, I left them in the fridge and then I didn't end up, end up using them. So those are over there. But, um, usually like what I have, I mean, I'm not drinking as much water as I should be. So it's not like I'm going through what I'm taking. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I feel like maybe I'll have to bring it up again. We'll see. <laughs> See, like, there's like, that or you just be passive aggressive and bring a huge case and like drop it on the counter and <laughs> I, I feel know. like girls always have something like they always have something in the back of our minds that will bring up you know if it's that time of the month or whatever like whenever we're feeling like starting shit like and that'll right. be your like starting shit thing <laughs> like and by the way a year ago when you didn't get me that water <laughs> that case of water I know and then so back to the Instagram thing, I think you kind of answered it. it. Sounds like he thinks it's cool that you have a following, but does he like ever say anything about your Instagram? Does he think it's just like cool, crazy? Does he want you to like talk about things, not talk about things? Like, no, he did like one story with me, um, but he's not even really, it's funny because I used to say this about my ex-husband too. Like I used to say like, I could literally post like myself on a date with someone else on my story and like tag them in it. And they would never even know because like they didn't watch anything. And like, he's the same way. And he was talking about how his best friend sent him a meme, like three months ago. And he's like, yeah, I just, I just saw it and replied to him. And I was like, oh my God, he probably doesn't remember. 
So no, he'll like post his, he'll post like his different scenic photos and then he'll like do a couple hashtags. And then like, I don't even think he checks to see like who likes it or what or anything. <laughs> He's never posted a story. He doesn't. So no, he knows about my stuff. Um, even actually like on our anniversary on my personal Facebook, I had posted something and he liked it, which is so funny because he never likes anything. And I said, Oh, so like, since it was like a big thing, like involving you, like that warranted a like, and he was like, yep. But other than that, like he sees everything he tells me, he'll be like, Oh, like that thing you made looked good, blah, blah, blah. But like, he never comments or likes anything, which is what I, you know. It just sounds like he's maybe not as big of a social media guy. Like it's funny because Jeff's definitely not a social media guy and Jordan the other day. So I think it was like right when Jordan first met um, Jeff and Laura, I think probably the first or second time um, he had like added Laura as a LinkedIn friend. So they're like a LinkedIn connection now and he added Jeff and he just texted me like a couple days ago and he's like, or I think it was when I was at his house and he's like, Jeff just accepted my Oh, request for like seven months ago. Yeah, Jeff mentioned it on. Um, <laughs> it was over the weekend. He was like, he was like, so I I went on uh, LinkedIn for the first time in a while, and I'm like, I was like, damn it, will you stop doing that? Like, freaking put your notifications on your phone. You don't get that much, but like one day you're, you get like reached out to recruiters all the time. Like, you need to be like not missing a potential opportunity because in his industry, that's like. LinkedIn recruiting is like a big thing. And I was like, he was like, yeah, I had a request from Jordan from like months ago. And at first he was like, who is this Jordan? And he said the last name guy. And I was and then he was like, oh, it's Steph's Jordan. Like he didn't, he, it took him a didn't minute. Connect the dot. No. And oh so that's God. funny you brought that up. Cause yeah, he just told me that over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we did an anonymous question box. Um, mm-hmm yesterday and got a few questions like Laura said a lot of them are um repeat questions but we'll go through the ones that are not and I already started Um, crossing off ones that we've kind of already already been talking about so we got Um, a handful left I think even the first one we don't have to go through because you answered that too um so we will start with who is your celebrity crush oh I feel like that was like one of the ones that the app generates I don't think <laughs> wait we're like, just talking about this okay so you know about the app generated questions oh yeah because I have sent a couple in to Steph and like and then I always tell her like oh that was my question but like I'll look through and it literally like will be like who's your crush like it makes things up sometimes we just figured this so out. we just figured this out yesterday <laughs> and and so for a while last, last week's episode we talk about it because yeah. we just figured this out. Because I was, um, I had generated a link for us to post this and then Steph and I got distracted talking and I hadn't posted it in my stories yet. Um, or I had like made the story, but I hadn't posted the, it was still in my drafts. And then I got two questions and I was like, Hmm, how do I get two questions if I haven't even posted and they're they we like totally I don't want to get too far into this because we literally talked about it in last week's episode but I was like it was very um they're um they're fishing Netflix and chill but they're fi- they're very yeah. fishy they're like get you like oh somebody like me like it's super yep. 
I don't know. Okay, well, maybe this is generated, but maybe we want to know who your celebrity oh. crush is. Oh, yeah, no, I'll tell you. But um, it was, there's someone else, my friend Emily and I both follow, and she had said to me, I think some of these questions are fake. And then when I went to do the one to Steph, I texted my friend and I said, no, they definitely, some of them are like you, but I think you can tell, you know what I mean? But well, uh, now that like I'm aware, yeah, any of the ones that are like want somebody to think that you have like a secret admirer or something, like yeah. I know on my Instagram, there's not a lot of dudes following me. If it's not like my boyfriend, shout out to Anthony, um, and maybe like four other guys. Like, I don't have a lot of guys. There is nobody hitting me up in my DMs or sending anonymous questions. Like, and if there not. is, it's some soldier that lives in Georgia who <laughs> They're... Needs me to wire him yeah, yeah. dollars. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Or he needs to be a sugar baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I will answer. I have this, I've had the same celebrity crushes for quite a while. Um, so obviously, you know, Michael B. Jordan, love him. Absolutely love Hot. him. Yes. Taryn Edgerton, love him. Wait, and, I don't um, know who who? Oh, Taryn Edgerton. He was Elton John in the Rocket Man. Got um, it. Okay. Yeah biopic biopic and um my boy miles teller who's all over the internet right now i have loved him from afar for years and so i'm glad to see him getting some recognition but yeah those are like my three like somebody asked me on instagram a while ago like um who's your favorite actor and i think i maybe said the same people like if they're in something i will go see it you know what i mean i like that you have like celebrity crushes that aren't like the standard go-to like I feel like my big one is like a lot of people's and mine's Paul Rudd and I feel like that's Uh-oh. like that's like a big standard on like a lot of people's lists or like the Ryan Reynolds and all these like same ones yeah. that like so many people say so I like that yours weren't like the typical go-to's I oh yeah what well, these are ones I've had for a while and I've kind of just like never thought to change them I guess I don't know but I still they're like uh some of the only celebrities that well Miles Teller I don't think has an Instagram his wife's a funny follow on TikTok though if you guys are interested but um Taryn Edgerton and Michael B. Jordan are like two of the only celebrities like I will follow online because I just I just love them I want to support them I I think like Laura I think if I was gonna have to pick a celebrity crush it would be one of those like Paul Rudd Chris Pratt like one of those like normal ones but I honestly don't like know if I have an actual celebrity crush. I think I just like watch a movie and I'm like, he's hot. Yeah. I like him and and that that's that. <laughs> You're like, that's it. <laughs> I feel like I don't like watch enough or like follow enough. Like I follow female celebrities way more than I follow male celebrities. Like I probably have way more girl crushes with celebrities than I do like actual like male celebrity crushes. I'm like yeah. trying to think if I even follow any male celebrities and like off the top of my head I think Kevin Smith is the only one (laughs) (laughs) okay so follow up to that question somebody wanted to know if any of us would leave our significant other for a celebrity if you had your chance with Michael B. Jordan would you leave Taylor I mean no you can't say yes (laughs) to that but like if it was like a hall pass situation, you know, I think that's a better question. Like, would you guys do that for Paul Rudd? Well, like if a hall pass, meaning like Jeff said, I'm good to go. Like, well, yeah, of course, like equal opportunity. Like, but then if Jeff, oh, saw, no, he doesn't get to. Uh, well, then, <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> 
Um, I like I so I don't get very like starstruck with celebrities. Like I feel like I would if it was like Britney Spears or something. But yeah. um, so I'm gonna say probably not. Um, and like I don't even know about the hall pass thing. I feel like like my life as a movie, like yeah, that sounds good. But my life as like a real life, like probably probably not. Like I no. just be like, can I shake your hand and like take a picture with you and then tell everybody I met you because I'm gonna post it on Instagram. Like that'd be it for me. Because I think theoretically it sounds like, yeah, I would totally do it. But then like, you'd feel bad. You know what I mean? I'm like, you yeah, feel- you'd feel icky. Yeah. So no, I agree with you. Yeah. It's, it's why well, do anything that's going to potentially like ruin what you yeah. do have. So yeah, exactly. But can we make out? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's different. We might, we might talk about that. Um, another question. This is probably the most like personal question you were asked. Um, what do you have any, or have there been any talks or plans of moving in together with Taylor? Like, where do you stand with that? Like, do you, do you want to move in with Taylor before you get married? Or do you kind of like the situation of living separate? And then if you were to ever get engaged, get married and then move in. No, thought about it. Like, I always thought, like, you have to live with someone. This is my opinion. Like, I always wanted to live with someone before I married them. Um, That's what I did with my ex-husband. And I know at the time, my dad was not happy with that. You know, Catholic. He's like, you're buying a house. Who's living there? I was like, both of us. What do you mean? Like, because I just feel like, again, no matter how much time you spend with someone, when you're living in a shared space that you both have, like, some sort of ownership over it's very different and so like maybe like I know people are like oh if you get if you don't live together and then you get married and you know it's enough to get divorced over because they leave their dirty towels on the floor like that's not what I'm talking about like sometimes you are just incompatible in like very big ways um for me specifically like I have my dogs and Taylor doesn't have pets he's not He likes my dogs, but I know he's still getting used to them. And my dogs in particular are a lot to handle. Like they're two terriers. Chandler's still basically a puppy. Like they're crazy. So I, that would be a huge consideration. Um, Something I've talked about like recently with both my friends and my therapist too, is that I think I didn't realize it until like we started getting more serious that things like, I mean, you both are divorced things that you think you've maybe healed from. Maybe you really haven't. And like, they come up when you don't expect them to come up. And I just feel like I fought so hard to keep my house and to build a life for myself on my own. And I'm so protective of it now. Um, you know, my friends are always like, yeah, like, you could, you could move an hour away. Like if you met, like when I was like on the apps and I was like, that guy lives too far, but like, I have cultivated like such deep roots where I am with like such a good support system. Like I just am very, very careful. And I think I'm like being a little bit more guarded than I thought. Um, we have not talked like directly to each other about moving in. Um, we've like made jokes and even this week we went out to dinner and he was saying something about like, his bedroom being messy. And I said, I know, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, like if we live together, that's the sort of thing that's going to be a problem. And he's like, Oh my gosh, I know. And like, we were laughing about it. So it's not like, he's like, Oh my God, what did you say? Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely think it's a conversation I'd like to have sooner rather than later, just so I sort of like know where we both stand because like, 
like we said, you know, 33 for a guy is different than 33 for a girl. And I just am so like, I know you can't like guarantee anything, but I'm so stuck on like, whatever happens next for me. Like, I I don't want to be divorced again. Like I want to have children semi soon. And so it's sort of like, I just want to make sure I'm making the right decisions. And I feel like it's a lot of pressure I'm putting on myself and it's not really fair to him because it's like, I have issues that have nothing to do with him. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, um, I'm not looking to rush anything. I'm like, I wish we lived closer and I do wish we could spend like more consecutive nights together. Um, but unfortunately that means like him here, not unfortunately, I just mean like we each have like our own thing. Like the biggest thing is like, I'm, I don't know how hot it was out here today, but like my air was at 72. His air was probably at like 58. Like it is a huge difference. (laughs) (laughs) Like on our trip, the hotel room, he kept it at 60 And I was like, this is really cold. Like I, and like, so we like would put it up a little bit and, you know, I had brought like pants and a sweatshirt and socks. And so, but again, I can do it a couple of nights in a row. I'm not, when I'm paying the bill or when we're paying the bill and it's like your own house and it's every single night, I just think there's some things we need to hash out. So, you know, (laughs) absolutely. Does he own his own place? No, he rents. um, So that's, the other thing whereas like he can just part of why he can travel so much is like he can just leave whenever he wants which is great especially with like the storm chasing like Saturday I had plans and I was like what are you gonna do today he's like it's a bad storm I think I'm just gonna like go to Wisconsin and I'm like oh nice like I can't just go to Wisconsin like I had to you know what I mean so yeah it's just those sort of things where we're just like a little bit different lifestyles um he doesn't have to worry about like who's watering my plants who's bringing my mail in who's like is my alarm on and off he literally just like leaves his apartment and if he comes back he comes back and stays gone for three weeks he stays gone for three weeks like that just doesn't it's not the it's not what I can't do that in my situation you know so in your relationship um who like the the topics of conversation that come up that are about like next step conversations that you guys have had since day one Like who's the one to typically bring things up? Like, is it usually you that has to bring up like kind of those next step or is it, so it's always you. Yeah. But I'm also like his first. Yeah. I'm, and I know like, uh, yeah, I know I had seen that on your page, Laura, um, like for, for Taylor, which I think was maybe similar to something someone asked you, Laura, about Jeff recently. I can't remember exactly what you said, but like, I'm definitely like his longest relationship. I'm his like most serious relationship. And so again, it's hard. I just try to keep that in mind where for him, he might be thinking, well, like, what's the rush? Like we've only been dating a year. And in my head, I'm like, we've been dating a year. Like it's, yeah. it's very different. And I'm sure you guys like know what I mean, just because it's different perspectives and life experience. Absolutely. For sure. And then last question before we get into a quick game. Um, somebody wanted to know if you're still doing WW. Oh, um, ish. Um, so I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I feel like it feels like work a lot of the time and I don't get anything like, I don't get pleasure out of it at this point. Um, I'm doing it because, well, in terms of, okay, no, let me rephrase that for, for WW itself. I feel like a lot of other people, I also have recently 
been a little bit turned off by the program changes and by their branding and the different direction they're going in. And I know you guys have talked about it as well. They're a business that's honestly, they're always going to be their first priority. That being said, I do have a membership because when I was unceremoniously let go from Weight Watchers during COVID, um, it like part of the package was a lifetime free membership. So if I had to pay for it, I would not be doing it because I'm not actually doing it. I don't want to say properly. I'm still trying just to focus more on like moving more, tracking or having more water, portion control, things like that. I just feel like I actually said to someone recently, I don't remember who I said it to. I almost feel like WW, it did change my life and obviously for the better, but I think it almost like gave me, I'm not going to blame it on them. (laughs) I don't need people coming for me. I think all of the last few years have almost given me like a different sort of like disordered eating, if that makes sense. Like growing up, I was obviously like, you know, according to the doctor, morbidly obese. Right. And I didn't know any difference. Like I never felt bad. I didn't associate foods with this food's good. This food's bad. I'm going to feel bad or have to work out if I eat this after I lost weight. It's very hard. Now I had a conversation with a friend last summer where I said something about, she was like saying she could eat ice cream every night. And I was like, Oh my God, like me too. But like every time I eat ice cream, I like feel bad. And she's like, you do. And I was like, yeah, she's like, that's like not normal. And I was like, Oh, like, and it never really occurred to me because it's like the only time I'm not going to feel bad is if I haven't had it in a while. And I've like been eating really quote unquote. Well, if someone calls me up tonight and they're like, Hey, do you want to go for ice cream? I'm going to think, well, I had like two breadsticks with dinner. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it just, I think it kind of messed me up in a different way. Um, and I do believe that it taught me skills I needed like portion control and tracking and just more awareness of what I was eating and things like that. Maybe I'll get back to it eventually, but I just think it was like too hard to keep up with. And then in terms of like posting it, I mean, Laura, when you were doing like your TikToks, what I eat in a day, that's like a lot of work. And I can't even imagine doing one of those TikToks. I can post my food with the points on, on Instagram and, and now you're doing it you get like four likes. So I'm kind of like, what's the point of that either, but it's the content people like. So I'm trying to do it because like, I do like the community and I do think it helps hold me accountable, but right now I'm just trying to more focus on like balance, I guess. And like all aspects of my life, because like, I don't want to think like, Oh, I hate when I would like post a picture and immediately like the first 10 comments were like, well, that was too many points for you or how many points do you get? And I know sometimes people are just asking questions, but a lot of times it's like, I don't get paid to do this. I don't get paid to answer the question. So when everyone's like shitting on you about what you're eating or if you've gained weight or this or that, it's just like not fun anymore. It's not no. fun. Definitely, definitely understand that Instagram and just WW and it's basically just Instagram is like this constant cycle of, I love it. These are my people. I hate it. I love the people, but I want nothing to do with it, but I love the people. So I want to stay connected, but I hate it. And Instagram changes every day and I can't keep up and it's too much work. So somebody help me. I'm dying. Well, exactly. And it's great because it's like, I do still look and I get ideas and I think, oh, I want to get that from Trader Joe's or, oh, that salad looks good. And I do like that, you know, we all have a platform where you can use it to inspire people, but it's also, 
it is, it's extra work. And I just feel like I just need to focus on myself rather than like everything I'm like, sometimes I'll be like, Oh, the last two pictures I posted were like, you know, just fun pictures and not food pictures. And people are going to start getting mad at me and they're not going to like my content. And it's like, just so stupid. Like who cares? I care. Obviously that's my problem. So that's why I think I'm trying to like focus more on things that just make me happy and that don't stress me out. Cause it's like, you guys know, I mean, you could literally post anything. You could post a picture of an English muffin and somebody would be like, you shouldn't be eating bread. So it's like, you can't win, you know, can't win. No, it's crazy. (sighs) Well, I have a game for you guys. We will go through this quick, but I, so I was laughing so hard. Like I'm a couple weeks late on the trend. Like the trend's been around for a while, but I was laughing so hard seeing all of the things on Instagram going around that, that were like the, he's a 10, but dot, dot, dot. And it would be something. And then they, like everybody in the comments would rate like what that person is. So I have a couple um, that I pulled off a quick Google search to go through and we will, we will basically, I will say he's a 10, but, and I'll read it. And so we will evaluate. He's a 10 looks wise, but he does this. So where does that end up? Where is he? We're all, all right. in committed relationships, but this is just for fun. Sounds good. Okay. First one, he's a 10, but he's rude to service staff. Zero. <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, but like, I feel like all of these you're going to read are obviously going to be like a lot, I'm assuming. And I feel like we can't just say zero to all of them. Well, if they're not nice people, can't we? But okay. So I Let's think see. this the being rude to service stuff thing is so cringy. Like if there it was a is. reason, like if there was, if, if the person I was with was just like beyond frustrated, things had gone wrong, the per- this person's being rude to them too. And then they were rude. I'd be like, okay, like learn to like control your emotions or whatever, but I would get it. But if they're just a dick to be a dick, then yeah, yeah, that's not attractive. Because then that means that's how how he treats anyone, like not even just service Yeah. So I would say he's a 10, but he's rude to service staff. Like, I'm going to say he's like a two. Like what I was going to say. Somewhere. (laughs) Not far. But you're still a dick. (laughs) You sticking to a zero with that one, Courtney? I am because I just don't want to be like embarrassed to go out with you if like, you're going to be mean to everybody. Yeah, it's one of the most cringiest things when like you are a nice person and you're never rude to service staff and you're with somebody that's just not nice to service staff and you're just like, I want to die right now. 100%. All right. He's a 10, but he calls you mommy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say zero again. So I guess I'll go to this time. I mean, I'm gonna, it is weird. I'm gonna say like three because I feel like I could just be like, can you please stop calling me that? (laughs) I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a two. Like, this is equal to the service staff one for me because I'm like, he's good looking, so he gets a couple points. But like, don't you ever say that in public? Like, (laughs) nobody is ever going to hear you call me mommy in public. Like, I will die. Private, though, is what I'm getting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but see, that's why I give it more of a point because being a dick is being a dick. Like this is just being a weird. This is like just like that's a true. weird thing you're into. So I can't give you like I don't like it, but I can't like I would rather you do some weird thing like that than be like a dick. That's true. <laughs> so that's why you're getting an extra point from me. All right, he's a ten, but he wants an open relationship. So you like meet a ten on a dating app. You guys connect. He's cool, but he's like, hey, I want an open relationship. 
no so zero because I have no desire for that I don't think I could do that see that's a zero for me too because I'm like I I wouldn't even give it a shot like I have never been the kind that's just like yeah I just want to hook up so it's fine yeah Yeah, that's a zero okay he's a 10 but still lives with his parents okay I need more clarification I was going to say, how old is he? And like, what does has he, he do? always, has he always lived? Like, is he yeah. 35 and he's always lived with his parents or is he 35? He recently moved back to the area and he's currently looking to purchase a home and he's living at his parents. While so he's doing let's that. go, let's go like our situation. So Courtney, remind me how old you are again. 33, but I was okay. 31 when I got a divorce. So let's just say all of us are on dating apps and we have our dating app set from 30 to 40 to 45. Let's just say that's like our, our age range. So assuming the guy that we're meeting is 30 to 45, um, and has never moved out of his parents' house and lives at his parents' house, regardless of the situation at at 30 to 45 has never moved out of his parents' house. And you're on a dating app looking for your person. He's a 10, but still lives with his parents. So I dated a 39 year old lawyer who lived at home with his mom. Still, I forgot about that. And he had um, never, he had never moved out, huh? He, when he went to law school, he went to school in Michigan. So he like lived there for two years, but I mean, like lived with a roommate there. He went like later in life. Like he didn't go to law school right away. Um, but I, again, like, I don't want to upset Laura by, okay. It's not a zero because there were fine things about him, but it's like a four because in this specific situation, he like ditched me all the time to do stuff with his mom. I remember that. He's a big mama's boy, huh? It's like, so weird. Yeah, like, oh, my mom needs her grass cuts. So, like, I can't go with you to the pumpkin patch. Yes, and I, I remember that. No, you are a grown adult. Like, this is unacceptable. I'm sorry. Yeah, cut the grass tomorrow. Literally. Yeah, I would say, like, I'm a little understanding just because, like, even my situation, I'm 35. I pay rent, but I have roommates, right? Like I don't, I wouldn't be on a dating app going, I own my own home. And I'm like this independent woman. Like I, I have roommates, you know, but I think like roommates are different than living with your parents and just like never getting your shit together and like getting out. But I'm also sympathetic to like, just how expensive, especially in certain parts of the country getting out is. So I just think that depends on the person. I think, I think if, I think it depends on your standards. Like if you're wanting somebody with a career and not a job, if you're wanting somebody that has their shit together and blah, 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 then you're not even going to consider that situation in a relationship. And I think that's kind of where I was dating. Like I didn't want to have to like sneak into somebody's mom's house to hang out with them or be forced to hang out here all the time. So I think for me, a 10 is a 10, a 10 is a good looking dude, but lives with your parents. I'm going to, I'm going to say like a, a three. I think that's fair. I definitely am willing to hear your reasoning, but I'm going to have questions. You know what? Yes. Because I just remembered he was not 30. He was younger than that. But I also like went on a few dates with someone who still lived at home, but his situation was totally different. And like, in that case, it did not bother me at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those weird situations that it's like, yeah, it's, it's hard. You don't want to be hypocritical. It's hard to like, it is hard to live on your own these days, but like, you want somebody that like has goals and aspirations when, especially when you're our age, you know, it's a little different. Like when I met Joey, he was 21. I, you know, and I was even younger than him and he was living with his parents. That's different. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's different at 21. Yeah. 
All right. He's a 10, but his driving gives you anxiety. It's funny how this came up earlier. I know. <laughs> what? Um, that's Taylor, and I'm still gonna give him a 10 because oh. right. Yeah. But yeah, the the driving could always be worked on. Um that's true. I, again, I hate to say again, I think it depends, but is he like speeding and things like that? That's different than like you're calling everybody like, you know, cuss words out your window and giving everyone the finger. Like he doesn't do that. So I I'm still going 10. I think a 10 is possible. I think so. Jordan is like a very cautious driver, which I love. My ex was like a nightmare driver. Like there was one Thanksgiving that we were driving to Havasu and he got two tickets on the five hour drive to Havasu and I was livid. Like I thought like I was going to die. Like he was driving so fast that like that person would be like a five because I'm going to say like Courtney, like you can improve driving. And if it's somebody that you're dating and they care about you, and that's going to be a deal breaker. Like they're probably going to change it or you're going to have to live with it. But I think like the more men grow up, the like safer they should drive, honestly. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'll say like a nine. Cause I mean, it's not obviously a deal breaker. I can always offer to drive if it really bothers me that much, but I'm a little bit of Jeff says I'm a good driver, but I'm a very aggressive driver. Um, which I'm like, that sounds like a great thing. Like, I don't see the problem with that. <laughs> um, I just like to take control of the road. Like people, if you're slow, get out of my way. I'm going to go around you. Like, I don't know. Um, do I give you anxiety driving stuff? No, you actually don't. You are, you are aggressive, but like not in like a crazy driver way. You're just like, you just like get over and like get it done and whatever. So no, you don't make me yeah, scared. Like, Jeff will like sit behind somebody in like a lane or I'm just like, and I'll be like, uh, can you go around him? And he's like, I'm waiting for cars to pass. I was like, well, put your blinker on so they know you want to. Like, why are we waiting? <laughs> are we trying to get there or not? All right. He's a 10. This is the last one. He's a 10, but he mansplains. Ugh. Six. Uh, yeah, I think a six. I don't think sometimes they even know that they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually had this conversation with Taylor recently. He, I don't remember what it was. And they said like, yeah, I know that I don't need to be mansplained to. And he actually didn't even know what mansplaining was. So <laughs> I had to explain that. Is that is like clearly a mansplainer if they don't even know what mansplaining yeah. is. <laughs> um, I said something to him the other day and I said, did I, that was mansplaining. And he goes, yeah, but it does it work the same. I said, no, I don't think so. I can, I can do stuff like that. Like that's yeah. different. <laughs> But so, yeah, no, he had no clue. He'd never even heard the term. What about you? Yeah, it's funny because like Jordan's, I've never brought it up to him, but he's brought it up a couple of times. Like he'll be explaining something and he'll be like, I'm so sorry if I'm like mansplaining. And in my head, I'm like, you totally are. But like, also, (laughs) I just feel like, like if it was all the time, if you were like dating somebody who just mansplained everything, it would be like, for the love of God, I'm not stupid. Like, shut up. But I think sometimes guys just like to, like feel smart and feel like they're teaching you something that you didn't know. So I think if it doesn't happen all the it's time true. and it's certain things, then you just smile and nod and like tune them out and go, yeah, thank you so much for teaching me this. It's the first time I've ever heard it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think that's the worst. I think if I met somebody on a dating app, he's a 10, but he mansplained a couple things on the first few dates or whatever, I'd say like six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I mean, we're already going kind of long, but I feel like we should have a little bit of a pop culture chat because Courtney just started a new Instagram page. girl. What is your new Instagram that you're doing? So I just started a new Instagram called pop culture Coco because I was going to call it Coco watches and that was taken. And then I realized that I don't want it to just be about like watching. It's like music, podcasts, TV, movies, just everything. Um, Because kind of like I mentioned before, I just wasn't like um, Coco loses wasn't sparking joy. You know what I mean? And I felt like I started to post more of this stuff anyway. And I did toy with the idea of just like using that platform for this, but I don't know. I don't always like when people do that because it's like if people have started following you for a reason, like they might not be interested in your other content. And I don't know, it was just like nice to keep it separate. Um, but so like, yeah, I was texting Laura yesterday to find out how to remove the TikTok watermarks from my, (laughs) and oh my gosh, no, Laura, let me tell you though. So, um, I reposted my TikToks today with, or I reposted my videos on reels without the watermark. The same video had like twice as many views within like a half hour as it did with the watermark for like four days. They definitely, I do think they definitely flat. They say that that can affect your views, but definitely be aware that, um, as Steph and I have learned is if they're lip syncing type reels, they do not always save over as good. The lip syncing ones just film in reels because they it's off no matter what you do. My only other secret I can give for that is, um, if we record it in TikTok first, I will go to like preview it and open it. So it's full screen while I'm doing a screen record Mm. and then I crop everything out and then I upload that that way. And usually that will do it. But if you try to remove the watermark, it usually screws up with the sound a little bit. You guys are like the marketing gurus with this. I mean, (laughs) half a a million views on one of her ticks on one of her reels. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) I, that was what like, yeah, the, I'll never see those days again. <laughs> what? I said, I'll never see those days again. I don't know how that one blew up, but you never know. You never know, but that's true. No, I have so, a stupid one with Penny that like all of a sudden got over like a hundred thousand views yesterday. And I posted it like two, three weeks ago. I was like, why is Penny going viral right now? <laughs> it's so weird how that happens. I feel yeah. like it's so, and I mean, like, I know how it works. It's like, interaction and engagement and whatever but yeah so I'm just trying to do something more fun because it's like I was thinking like other than like my friends and my family and and my relationship like what are the things that actually like make me happy right now that it's like although I was gonna say no one's gonna get mad about like you're posting something about pop culture but I actually did somebody left a comment on something already they weren't happy with but I'm like oh god, <laughs> god people are so people weird are the worst I just deleted it like whatever who cares so to get a little preview of that and tap into your pop culture vibe what are like your top three pop culture obsessions right now like what shows are you watching your music podcast celebrity you're following story what are your three obsessions so um right now I'm in the middle of on Amazon Prime the summer I turned pretty have you guys watched it Mm -mm. no but I really want to I heard it's really good I think you'll both like it, but Steph, I think you'll really like it. Um, I, it's 
from uh, Jenny. I think it's Han. She wrote to all the boys I love before. So if you liked that. Um, and so this is on Amazon Prime. I It's three books. I read the first one. I just got the, what I thought was the second book, but it turned out it was the third book. So I accidentally read something I shouldn't have read probably. <laughs> um, the show's really cute. The soundtrack is really good. It's like, Oh, it just make you, I was thinking like, how am I like so old? I like remember being in high school and like you have a crush and it's summer and uh, there's just like all the nostalgic stuff. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I just fin- actually read a couple really good books the last week, but I think the best one I read recently was the Hotel Nantucket by Elin Hildebrand. Ellen, I think it's Elin. Um, I love her books. They're like really good beach reads. She does like a book a year and all her books take place like on Nantucket, which somewhere I've never been, but I'm like obsessed with from all her books. And it was a really good, really good book. And then I just saw Nope this weekend and I liked that a lot. I know Laura, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, um, I want to see it so bad. So I'm excited for you to see it so that we can talk about it. So hopefully next week we're out of town this weekend, so I won't get to, but we'll try to go see it next week. And I know you saw Thor and I still need to see Thor. So so good. Opposite of each other. Are you a big fan of Ragnarok? I am. I liked it a lot. Um, I feel like he's the best with the Avengers and actually really like Thor with, um, like the guardians of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a funny vibe. So I've been like, see, it's like, I just, this is, I could talk about this all day. I don't want to talk <laughs> points and what I'm eating. And, you know, I'm like trying to do a, a balance of everything, but this is the stuff I get excited about. So, Good. okay. Well, everybody go give it a follow. It is, what is it again? Pop culture cocoa. Yes. I was like, wait, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. So is there anything, let's talk about like some stuff we have watched lately. Like, is there anything else that you have really loved that you have binged or any other movies or shows or anything else? Um, like I said, I saw Elvis. Did you, you saw it, right, Laura? Yes. I think what you went the day after we did, what did you guys think about it? I loved it. We both did. We took our parents, um, uh, to go see it. And they were like my Jeff's mom and my mom and dad, like loved it. Um, it was a little long. I'm not a big, I'm not a big long movie person. I think everybody should be capped out at like two hours. Um, (laughs) but, uh, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was so good and actually, okay. You talked about like a pop culture story. So, I was telling this to Taylor and he had no appreciation for it. You guys might appreciate it more. I don't know if you've seen any of the videos. So like, you know, Austin Butler dated Vanessa Hudgens for a very long time. Did you guys know that? I did not know. Okay. I was going to say not to mansplain that to you, but they, (laughs) they were like a cute Hollywood couple for years and years. And she, there's a really cute clip of her on like Kelly and Ryan. And she was talking about how for years she kept saying to him, like, I think you're meant to play Elvis. Like, I really want you to play Elvis. You would crush it. And like, she was like the biggest proponent of it. The biggest supporter. Aww. He got the role and then they broke up. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm thinking like, oh, how hard is that for her to watch him have like this success and the thing that she knew he was meant to do. And like, I don't know like what terms are on or anything. Cause I think he has a girlfriend now, but um, yeah, I thought he crushed it. Like he was so good and the movie was just really, really good. Yeah. It was super well done. I um, 
not gonna lie I actually have no idea who he is before all this like really yeah but then so then I like looked him up and I was like oh I was like he was once upon a time in Hollywood which is hilarious because Jeff and I had just watched that again like a week prior because we love that movie um and I was like oh I didn't even realize that was him in that movie um but I thought it was so fantastic it was really interesting um really good story I um found Tom Hanks to be super distracting seriously (laughs) um like because I love I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan but like I was just like, couldn't we just like hire a fat guy to play? Like, I get it. You like wanted a bit, you wanted like a big name, like to be tied with the movie, but, um, it was just, I was super distracted by it, <laughs> but I, know. I still loved it. It was still so good. And he was still really good. It was just distracting for me. Yeah, he was. Um, I'm trying to think I, I have, I have to watch big brother, Laura. I know we were talking about that. I have like seven. I think there's been seven episodes. I haven't watched any of them yet. Have you watched it yet? Damn it. Yes. I'm going to be bringing that up here in a moment. No, I'm sorry. I was going to try and get one down before today and I didn't get a chance, but. Um, Okay. So that there goes my note of asking Courtney, um, if she (laughs) has any favorites on big brother and if you've started it and how you're liking it and all that stuff. So never mind. (laughs) No, didn't. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just, so yeah, I don't know. There's probably been, like you said, maybe around seven or so episodes. I am fully caught up. I, um, definitely took me a minute to really like get into it, but I feel like that's every season where I'm like, I don't really like any of this cast. And then like, which I still don't like a lot of them, but I do have a good like two or three that I really like. Um, yeah. So that's why I was hoping to hear who you were liking. Um, but I mean, I've been enjoying it. There's been some like interesting things going on and stuff, but we'll have to talk about it another day. I know. I just feel like there's so much good TV out right now. And it's like, I can't, I'm like, I can't, my friend kept texting me saying like, you're behind on ultimate girls trip. And I was like, I can't keep up with everything. I- I still haven't started Ultimate Girls Trip. Oh, yeah, I did finish that. So. so I have not even started it. Well, I just rejoined Peacock last oh. week because, the- because it came back and then um, Love Island was starting. So like Love Island and Big Brother are like part-time jobs. Like Love Island is on six nights a week. Big Brother's on three nights a week. So I was like, that like alone takes up a real like hefty like amount of my tv watching during the summer but ultimate girls trip I had planned on starting to binge and I just haven't had a chance yet well and I know Steph you don't watch big brother or bravo so what have you been watching then so I have three um like streaming things that I've watched that I brought um that I've talked about on my instagram stories but I'll just share here because I recommend watching all three of them when you don't know what else to watch like I'm better at these kind of things than like a whole series of something like I like to just get it done um so the first one is a stand-up comedy um special on Netflix called Bill Burr Live at the Red Rocks and I was dying it's so funny I love him so much like he really reminds me of like the style of comedy that um Dave Chappelle does like he will piss all sides off. Like it doesn't matter what your beliefs are or whatever. He's going to piss everybody off at some point during it. Like he's not one-sided with anything. And like, there's times you'll be laughing because you're like, yeah, people are so stupid. And then he throws it right back at you. But like, not in like, it's just in like the most hilarious way. 
but it's like he smacks you in the face with like the truth about something and you're just like oh my god highly recommend it if you like stand-up comedy and just want to laugh um the second one is also on Netflix. It's a documentary. I'm sure everybody's seen it by now, um, but it's called The Girl in the Picture, and it is a little heavy, and it's a lot, so I'm just going to put that out there before you start, but the gist of it is basically um, this the girl is found in the road. She, she was hit by a car, and the driver ran. Um they thought they like identified who the girl was and then found out she's not who she was. So the documentary is basically finding out like who the heck is this girl? Like she's been living a life as this person and she's not that person. And it's really interesting, but just like some of the things that happened to her in her life are just really, really heavy. So I caution that, but if you're into true crime stuff and you can handle it, um, then I would recommend that. And then the third one is on Hulu and it's a three-part mini documentary series called Angels versus Demons. And it's about- Victoria's Secret one? Yes, it's about Victoria's Secret and kind of like the the rise and the downfall of it. And it goes, it talks about the owner who had ties to Jeffrey Epstein. So it gets into that a little bit. It talks about how like Victoria's Secret when it first started was like magazines. Like remember you used to get like the catalog sent to your house and Mm -hmm. like it would be a Victoria's Secret- and how that evolved into like the marketing changed into getting like the world's most beautiful models. And like, if you were a model, you wanted to be a Victoria's Secret model. And then it was like the, the fashion show. And then there was kind of like a downfall about, you know, the health of the girls and kind of all about that work. So it's a three-part series and it's really, really interesting. Um, I love stuff like that. I know that Abercrombie one just came out on Netflix a while ago too. This, I finally I watched, watched that a couple weeks I ago. I watched it and it was okay. Like I, I was hoping it was going to be better. This is like a million times better than the Abercrombie one. Okay. Yeah. I liked the Abercrombie one. I was glad it was only like a one partner. I don't feel like it could have been more and um, I enjoyed it, but I'll, I, I am interested in both the angels and demons and the girl in the picture I've been dying to watch. I just need yeah. to but I got to add it to my list. Yes, you do. All right, Laura, what have you been watching? Um, so besides Love Island and Big Brother and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of Atlanta and Real Housewives of Dubai and Southern Charm and all the other Bravo garbage that I watch. Um, I, and these have already been like a couple of weeks ago. So the big one for me, cause I'm a big, like I love true crime and I love cult stuff is I watched Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. Has any of you got, have you either of you watched that? I heard about it, but I haven't seen Ugh, it. That I one was really it. good. That one's about Warren Jeffs, who's the big um, fundamentalist Mormon or LDS uh, guy that was in um, like a part of basically marrying off just like into these polygamous families and like just marrying off everybody's daughters and like when they're like 13 14 years old and it's really insane how they got away with so much of this and still are like he's in I mean spoiler he's in jail and he's still doing sermons that are getting like like that he's giving sermons to people and still pushing these out to the congregation because they still believe that he is the prophet and Anyways, totally a good watch. That is a few episodes, but it's really good. Um, and then another one we randomly watched is like old. Like I thought it was new and then I looked it up and it apparently came out like years ago. But uh, Jeff and I watched, it was called Perfect Bid and it's a Price is Right documentary. <laughs> oh, I love it. It was really good. It's about this guy that basically um, 
was obsessed with prices right and became began like studying like he had spreadsheets and he was studying the games and the items that they're bidding on and memorizing all of the prices and he was like going on the show constantly he became obsessed with like being in the audience and helping people win and how he was on the show a couple of times and um and then they eventually started like catching on and stuff super interesting um I rec- it was kind of a fun one same thing just like an hour hour and a half kind of documentary but uh that one was called perfect bid and that one was super fun I was a big price is right fan as a kid so I enjoyed that I love it I need to watch that one yeah it was fun all right Laura well I think it I think it might be that time you want to hit it all right flavor of the week all right Courtney why don't you start us off with your flavor of the week okay well I was thinking I was gonna say nope but then I already talked about it but (laughs) uh, so actually, I read another book. That'll be my flavor of the week. I just read a book by Emily Giffen. She's another one. It's like very lighthearted, usually like a beach read, one a year, two a year. It's called Meant to Be. It was really, really good. I don't want to spoil anything in case anyone is reading it or wants to read it. Um, but it's the book I took on our trip. And it's kind of like a twist on like... Um, like JFK Jr. and like his life, like as I was reading it, I was like, I think this is who she's trying to like write him as. And then someone else I know was reading it and she texted me and she's like, is this the vibe you're getting? And I was like, yes, totally. But um, it was really, really good. It's her books are really good. Like, you know, I, I can't. Oh, sorry. I, I don't no. want to interrupt you. No. Okay. No. <laughs> don't even worry about it. I'm like, okay. Cause I mean, this is no spoiler for anyone who listens that I am not a reader, but I actually have read a handful of, I, if it's the person I'm remembering, cause I don't really remember her name, but is Emily Giffen the person who wrote like something, something borrowed, borrowed and all that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I read those yeah. books. Yeah. So it's really good. Um, and so it's kind of like, what do they call it? I should know this, like, uh, historical fiction, sort of like it, could have taken place but it didn't take place exactly like this um don't quote me on the definition of historical fiction exactly but you probably really like it it was really good it takes place like in the like the 60s into the 70s and then modern day and um yeah so I really liked it it was a quick read I set my goal 60 books this year and I read one book that was so long I'm like really, really behind and it's like stressing me out. So I'm like trying to get through <laughs> a, couple, a couple books to get back to where I need to be for this point in the year. But um, any of her books are really, really good. Oh my God. That's an amazing goal. I haven't even that read 60. Amazing goal. I haven't even read 60 books since I graduated high school. I don't think oh, so. Well, you know, funny. There's people who I follow like WW people who post and they read like 10 books a month. And so I'm kind of like, how do you do that? Um, Because I still, I mean, I watch a lot of TV too. I guess maybe if I didn't watch any TV, but like my mom reads like a book a week. My mom brought me like eight books today. I'm like, I have nowhere else to put any more books. So (laughs) um, yeah, she, I mean, it's, it's a doable goal for me, but not to compare myself to other people. I do know people who read way more and I'm like, I would love to read, you know, 200 books a year. I just don't have it in me. Yeah. No. Oh I'm not gosh. a very good reader, but I like when I do see people talk about a book that was really good, it always makes me want to become a reader. Oh so. yeah. I buy, I buy them. I'm not going to yes. lie. I, when there's like a craze about a book, like I buy them and then they sit there. 
<laughs> but maybe, you, maybe we'll check this one out. Have either of you oh. read a book that you liked a lot or in the last year at all, last two years? Um, let's just say that I noticed in my memories that we literally started the WOM 21 day challenge exactly a year ago. Cause I just saw it in my memories this week, which is where I started for like the second or third time trying to read where the crawdads sing. And I got about halfway through the book and then I stopped reading it cause I got distracted with life and I never finished it. So no, I haven't read a book this year. <laughs> And no, I, I haven't read a book in prob- since probably Girl Stop Apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Oh my I God. Won't... Side comment. At Kenny Chesney's co- concert on Saturday night, his bass player is a chick and she looked just like Rachel Hollis. And it was so distracting for me. Like I was so like, and she was so good, but I was just like, oh my God, this woman looks like Rachel Hollis and I can't stop thinking about Rachel Hollis and it's making me crazy. Oh that my God. Is- you what? I said, no, sorry. I said, that is crazy. Oh yeah. But that was just a side comment. Sorry. Steph, oh, what's no. your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is right on brand with all the poop and fart talk. Um, poopery is my flavor of the week. Poopery. I feel like everybody knows what this is by now. Like, but if you don't, it's basically like spray before you go, like toilet spray. So they're cute little bottles that look like cute to put on like the back of your toilet or whatever. And you just spray before you go and it doesn't smell. And so on, a, I, I have this, like I use it all the time, but um, when Jordan and I went to Huntington beach um, a couple weekends ago, I brought it like for the bathroom and he like commented on it when we were there and he's like, that stuff's great. And he's like, also, I just realized you're supposed to spray before and not after you go. And I'm like, yeah, you got to read the bottle. But he was just like, dude, that stuff works. It's like one or two sprays and you're good, you know, because this guy at his house doesn't have like any kind of Febreze or anything in the bathroom, like no spray. He literally has like a bottle of like Versace cologne. And I'm like, you don't use like cologne for it's really expensive for toilet spray so anyways the last time I went to his house he had actually like got a bottle of it because apparently they make one that's like kind of catered more towards guys so like oh people were saying if you have any stocking stuffer ideas like tell us start a list we should start a list poopery would make a great stocking stuffer and there's a dude one too it's called royal flush it looks like it's branded for guys <laughs> Nobody's going to be upset is with poopery in their stocking. Is Royal Flush by poopery? Like it's their... Yes, it's just oh, like okay. the, the scent or whatever. And most of the bottles are like white with like flowers yeah. on them and stuff. And the guy one's like black and then it's called Royal Flush. So it has like, That's like funny. some cards on it and it looks all like casino-y kind of. Um, yeah, yeah, I've heard of poopery for that. years. I've seen it a billion times, but I've actually never used it. It's like, cause I, I'll go to like, um, home goods sometimes and I'll buy like a bottle. It's way bigger than poopery, but I'll buy like a four ninety nine bottle of like bathroom spray or whatever. And it's like double the price. It's like eight to 10 bucks for the poopery smaller bottle, but I swear it does a way better job and I love it. So that's my so what it's supposed week. to do. Does it just put like a layer on your, the top of your water. And then like when you poop, it just like, doesn't let anything release or what? I don't know the science aside from the <laughs> fact that it works like, really well. <laughs> That's all I know. Okay. All right. Poopery. Poopery. Laura, Laura, what is your flavor of the week? 
Okay, so mine is somebody that I've been following on Instagram and TikTok for months now. And I've actually had it on my list to share at some point. And I always forget. I remembered today. Her name is Erica N. Kohlberg. I think I'm saying that right, but it's like Erica with a K, um, N, and then her last name is K-U-L-L-B-E-R-G. I'll put it in the description of this episode. Um, And then I think on TikTok, though, there's no N, so it's just Erica Kohlberg. But anyway, she's like a lawyer and finance TikToker. And she basically like her niche is she like, basically her big thing she says is I read the fine print so you don't have to. And she shares all of these hacks. Like her big thing is with like airlines and with um, how to get your money back with brands and things like that. But airlines is one that she posts like the most, like basically like when you have delays and cancellations and baggage fees and like basically tells you how to like approach these businesses, like, no, like I get compensated for that. And like, so I feel like I've just learned all of these like really interesting, like small facts that like I keep in the back of my head for if I'm ever in that situation. I did share one on Instagram today, um, which I actually knew this already, but like she was sharing about like how if you have air pod pros that are like staticky like for even if you're past your like one-year warranty for like up to three years they'll replace them no questions asked because it's like a known issue that they know um so anyway she just shares like all these like really cool things she shares like stuff about investments and stocks once in a while too but I just think she has like super like useful information that is like good to kind of keep in your back pocket to remember when you're ever in like some weird situation that you don't think there's anything you can do about it so Nice. I will have to check her out. Yep. I will link her in the description. So, well, before we sign off, Courtney, let's plug yourself. Tell everybody where they can find you. So Coco loses on Instagram, um, pop culture, Coco, and then Coco's talks, T-O-K-S on TikTok. Um, I still have C Coco date. It's kind of like a meme account. Um, Sometimes people will send me like, funny interactions on dating apps that they've had, but I just don't have any original content to post. So I was going to ask you if that was an account you were going to still like keep running. Are you going to keep trying to make that a thing? Or do you think you're going to kind of like phase out of that and lean more into just your pop culture? Yeah, I think I'm phasing it out unless I happen to see something I want to post on there only because it's like, I like it's too many Instagram accounts. Like I can't even keep I don't even think they're gonna let me make another one to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot, but like I, I don't I didn't like want to delete it in case like I do want to post on there because like sometimes I will see something and I'm like oh this is like funny content for that um I should have really repurposed that and just changed the name because I already have like totally. followers yeah but you know what? it's fine I'm gonna pull myself up by my bootstraps on this new one so all right everybody go follow her new account thanks yes. guys yeah. And thank you so much for coming back on, Courtney. We always have so much fun talking to you. Everybody loves you. You are a superstar around here. You're like a celebrity <laughs> on our podcast. No, <laughs> and thank you for, um, Laura, keeping an eye out to make sure there were no nasty questions. Not a problem. Everybody was very nice today. Yes. I was incredible about it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, please don't forget, take a moment, 
leave us that five-star rate interview. You can even rate us on Spotify now. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.